Let's spell a song so you can sing along with my special guest star for two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today are two returning guests. They're still the host of Lost in Blockbuster. It's Sam Smith and Matan Shahar, everyone. Woo! Yay! Yay! That's picking up on the... There's a crowd and they're going wild. Oh, yay! But, uh, yeah, we're back. We're back, baby. Tis the season. And, um, and it's Hanukkah. Yay. Yay. I think I think or 16 two, days something. according to Instagram. Yeah. You what? But it's soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like two weeks, I think. Um, it starts the 7th, I think. I looked it up recently. That sounds about uh, right. Uh, We're not the best about actually celebrating. Well, that's not our fault. The thing with Hanukkah and every Jewish holiday is... Way too long. No, it's... The fuck? It's way too long. That's an 8K commitment here. Yeah, but you said... I said the issue with every Jewish holiday, and you said they're way too long. The services they are. This is the only 8-day one we got. I think this is the only 8-day holiday ever. Well... I mean, of all time, I don't know. Maybe I'm sure there was some sort of wait. Gay I've had festival. it wrong. I have it wrong. Well, then we'll fix this. And when I when I put it out, hooray! But yay, everyone, we did it. Celebrate Hanukkah, holiday time! Yay! Yeah, light it up like Sorry. the menorah. I have it on a calendar for that they did. Well, my work calendar that it was on the 25th. I realize that that's wrong. Right now, I just realized that. Uh-uh. Oh, no anyway. worries. So, the thing with Jewish holidays, as I was saying before, so rudely interrupted by Sam, um, is that it's based off of a lunar calendar. So, like, uh, it, it, the, so Hanukkah, it's been in November before. It's there's some end of December, December, yeah. Like, the, obviously, the prime time is when it goes neck, like, neck and neck with Christmas. Um, cause they're competing obviously. Um, and we lose every single year, every but, year. uh, but yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, we never really know when Hanukkah is. Uh, we just typically we say December, uh, unless we have to specifically look it up for, I don't I had to do it for work related reasons. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're not, we don't really celebrate. Um, we have, we do a couple days of the eight. Yeah, you do. Yeah. 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 I'll light a few of the candles, but eight days is too much of a commitment for me. Well, it's super past Hanukkah anyway when I put this out. So happy uh, belated Hanukkah, everyone. Um, it's just getting getting the jump on Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year. Happy Hanukkah 2024. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> and you know yeah, what? 2023 was a bust. Yeah, it wasn't a great year. Yeah. Here's to 2024. Yeah, 2024. And you know what wasn't? What else wasn't great? This movie. That I picked for you guys. Ah. I think I think I'm going to movie picking jail because today we're here to maybe talk about I don't know. Uh, Eight Crazy Nights. It came out in 2002. The screenplay is by Brooks Arthur, Alan Covert, Brad Isaacs, and Adam Sandler. Directed by Seth Kearsley. And according to IMDb, 
Davy Stone, an alcoholic with a criminal record, is sentenced to community service under the supervision of an elderly elderly referee. Davy is that Davy. Oh wait, what? Davy then faces with trying to reform and abandon his bad habits. This movie's fucking terrible, and I'm so sorry, everyone, that we had to watch it. So Sam had asked me prior to recording as soon as he, as soon as he walks through the door he goes so what did you think of the movie uh-huh. and i i did not answer um i don't i don't know how he feels pro or, or like for or against um and i didn't know how i felt for or against before having watched this so i i watched this when it came out like in theaters i think i saw it once um I I think I liked it when I first saw it. Upon watching it this time, um, I felt slightly different. The movie is is not good. No, but <laughs> no, and I also have never seen this before. So there's there's certain I guess nostalgia associated with it, but it's also it does the bare minimum, uh, which like. Just the fact that it is a movie about Hanukkah, this could be the worst movie we've ever seen. For us, it's still kind of like, hey, yeah, we, movie. yeah we, don't get, we don't really get a choice. It's the Rugrats Hanukkah episode, and then there's like some Ben Savage Hanukkah Christmas type of movie called, I don't know, Eight Days of Hanukkah or something. I mean, there's Full Court Miracle, the DCOM. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. To that. Um, see, yeah, we don't have a lot to pick from. Yeah, there's not a not a, there's oh there's the remember that was that horror movie Hanu Hanu Killer I think it was vaguely but I never saw no, it with um, Sid Haig from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, yeah, never saw okay, it either because yeah. um, it did not get a theatrical release. Yeah, um, so the well is low for Hanukkah movies. Yeah, so and also uh-huh. like uh, Adam Sandler, the undisputed yeah, yeah. Sandman, the undisputed king of comedy um this is we also have an affinity for him so it's like if you want to see if we're talking about bad adam sandler movies there's been worse there is there has been worse there is a film uh his first film it is called going overboard that is the worst movie you will that is truly one of the worst number it was it's the number two worst movie of all time for me the number one is obviously clifford but um the number two worst movie of all time is Going Overboard by Adam Sandler. But hey, he came, he sprung back. And, that know. is a Hollywood comeback that does not get talked about because that movie was so bad. You never wanted to see Adam Sandler again. Like he should have been kicked out of Hollywood. And they were like, we'll give you one more chance. Just like Martin Short for, for Clifford. Although Clifford, I think he's, way better I think movie. Deserves, Everyone loves Clifford. He shouldn't, he deserves to have team, everything stripped from him. Poor Clifford. Team Clifford. Well, so, Charles Grodin has paid his pence by dying, uh, so he is no longer burdened with the weight of having done that movie on his mind. Martin Short has to live with it every single day. Anyway. So um, watching watching this movie, it made me think of another bad Adam Sandler movie, Jack and Jill, because uh, of the because oh, of the Whitey voice. and Eleanor. And I was like, is this where he got the idea for that? I hope it is not. not. So... Uh, again, Adam Sandler, he has comedy albums, um, something that does not happen anymore. Like he had. Yeah, they're all Netflix specials now. Well, not. Yeah, basically. But they're, they're he had. But not even like 
stand-up comedy. He had songs. skits. No, 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 not even songs. He had skits, like audio plays, okay. essentially. And uh, like one of them, like, okay, like on a rap album when there's like a skit or yeah, something like yeah, that, yeah. it was just all of that. Um, and he has a few albums. They're all on Spotify. However, only the songs from the albums are what you can listen to. Like the, the skits, you can't. Don't know. Anyway, um, but he has a skit called Whitey. And it's about Whitey. And this is from the, the 1999 album, uh, Stan and Judy's Kid. Uh, so it's on there. So if you have the, since you can't listen to it on Spotify, uh, if you have the compact disc uh, of this uh, album, uh, you can hear the origins of Whitey on there. And uh, yeah, it's just like a, an old guy. A lot of the stuff from the from Eight Crazy, Eight Crazy Nights is kind of referenced in the skit. Mine's Hanukkah, but like his mannerisms, his voice, like... It, yeah a lot of it's in that like he's see here's the thing adam sandler is not good at doing voices like anytime he tries to do like a super voice character like never good. it's always like okay. this. yeah that's that's yeah. his that's yeah that's that's yeah like, like the sandler accent kind he, of thing yeah any when, character when he does like just a straight normal guy voice the movies are always great it's when he tries to do like jack and jill or Whitey, or Zohan, like, just, ugh, never good. Like, Sam, wait, I didn't actually hear your thoughts on, on this movie, <laughs> right off okay, the Okay, so, I remember seeing it in theaters, and I was, like, probably 10, I was hella stoked, me and my dad, Hanukkah time, I'm guessing, and I loved it, and then, 20 years later, I rewatch it, and I'm like, hmm, not as good as I remember, but there were parts, I, like, the songs are way better than I feel like I expected, or that I remembered, like I forgot it was a musical. That's yeah. I was gonna say that, like when when you <laughs> asked us about doing this movie, I was like, "There's songs in that yeah, movie." Like completely forgot. And so <laughs> the songs are the best part of the movie, which I know is not saying much, but it's better than everything else. And they're still fucking weird. Like, um, like during the patch song that Whitey sings, I just wrote down, "What the fuck." Just like well, well, at least it's short. Any just like Whitey, any Whitey song is the worst song. Really, anytime he's on screen, I'm instantly annoyed because I of mean, the voice. I mean, technical foul. I just wrote why. Yeah, I the do mall. have this, the mall. Bum Biddy was it? Was it actually a decent song? But it turns out everyone in this town is terrible. So yes. yay! But what you get, um, Matan? What you said at the top of the episode? You know how like. Uh, there aren't that many Hanukkah-related movies or properties out there. It did make me think of that one, that scene at the banquet where the mayor's like, Merry Christmas, everyone. If you celebrate Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. And there's like one table of like five people who Cheers. just go, yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole childhood right here. I, the one thing about this movie and like in the very beginning of the movie um i think it's uh right before davy's song but uh the whole town is like half jew cel- like half hanukkah celebrating like they have the the ice santa with yeah. like the ice menorah like we like if you go if you go to target or something like that and you see their hanukkah section it is like an end cap yeah 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 and it's like <laughs> yes. mostly like it's There's a couple things four items yeah um and they're out of them because the other couple choose yeah gotten them already and like uh in this um like yeah like i was like 
they're pretty like inclusive for they tried really hard to be inclusive in this movie which yeah. is weird to say for an adam sandler That's, movie yeah in we'll, 2000 we'll get we'll get to that because this movie did it felt like it was adam sandler's attempt at clean humor yes like i um, don't know um, this movie by the way is rated pg-13 and it's the only one mm-hmm. that oh like the only PG-13 animated movie that got nominated for Kids' Choice Awards. I don't know what, but it got nominated for Kids' Choice Awards, and I just went, why? What for? Like, Because there's it was, nothing else. It was there's pro- the only animated yeah, yeah. PG-13 movie. Well, knowing, those, knowing kids in 2002, they were like, best scene, the deer and the, like, the, deer and the feces. That's oh, what they probably not. No, I'm sorry. It's a Kids' Choice Award winning movie oh. because Adam Sandler won for favorite voice from an animated movie. <laughs> Wait, year, what year was this? 2002. 2002. What, 2003. what other animated? 2003. Okay, so what else? What other out? animated movies came out? Oh, Finding Nemo, I think was. Oh. Now that was a three. Um, sure on, one. let me see. Did it sweep? Are you finding more awards? Was it the no? Only I'm not. Nominated? I'm not finding a lot of other nominations. But apparently, he was also Adam Sandler was also in Mr. Deeds that came out that year. Yes. Yeah, the 2000s were they were late, 90s, early 2000s two, were hot, hot Sandler, hot Sandler. He days. also had Punch Drunk Love. Like this is all in the same year. We had Punch Drunk Love, Mr. Deeds, and Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, real summer of Sandler. Another nominee was Austin Powers and <laughs> Gold Member for sure, favorite classic. female butt kicker. Favorite fart in a movie was the winner for that was Matthew Lillard and Scooby Doo. Like hell yeah, yeah yeah. Like this is this is a time. You should capsule. watch the you should watch the kids' choice awards more. These sound like way better. Are they archived on YouTube? Maybe, but well, I mean, just like the the Oscars are a joke. So that's true. Um, yeah, no, maybe I'll start watching different award shows. They sound. But, but anyway, I, I I was watching this, and the whole time I was just like, oh, I have to apologize again. I'm so so sorry. I was well, so I'm trying. I try to find. Considering it's December and it's, you know, winter time and holiday season yeah. and all that. I try not to just do Christmas movies. Yeah, even though and it's so, the best, yeah. But, but there's so many and, like, I wanted to, like... I was thinking maybe this was based off of one of the his Hanukkah songs. I mean, the Hanukkah song part three does play it during the credits. Yeah. So I was like, eight That's crazy nights. Yeah. Hey, Crazy Nights, it's got to be like a little fun romp with the family. I've never seen it. I don't know. And then I watched this piece of shit and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the deers are doing a pyramid and nobody's questioning it. Cool, cool. Cool, guys. Classic police. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. So I didn't know the Whitey track, song, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but I was expecting him to be some sort of magical being. Sure. Like uh like in a in It's a Wonderful Life, uh Clarence kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Or yeah, because when he started when he asked the deer for a push in the car, <laughs> I was like, Okay, so the deer you could talk to deer, so obviously you're magic. But no, uh-huh. yeah. it's we're in an animated movie, so there are no rules. <laughs> 
Yeah, it didn't establish because like with a Christmas movie, you establish like is there magic or is there not? Is Santa real or yeah. is this just like? Because I've never heard of Hanukkah magic. Yeah, no, that's uh, well. I mean, there is the miracle of Hanukkah, <laughs> yes, but all that. is is oh, actually hold on, this is going to be fun. Do you know what the miracle of Hanukkah is? Because it's mm-hmm. don't worry, it's not referenced in this movie. Like, yeah, they don't provide any education. Yeah, that has nothing to do with what it is. Is is it the oil? Yes, the, the oil. The oil. They needed oil. Uh, and it lasted for eight nights for to yes, like there you go yeah so that's it that's pretty that is that's the miracle of Hanukkah is just the lights stayed on for eight days and this is and, think, and I like to thank Rugrats for that one yeah a hundred percent Rugrats did a great job of educating the youth Passover they have a really good Passover, Passover episode yeah. great did yeah. you have the VHS combo episode yes yeah same of course I did oh. um they, basically issued it. They hit you with the emotions on that show, but also it was a good tool to teach people because, like, I I grew up Catholic, so mm-hmm. obviously we had the Old Testament, but like that didn't really go that much into things. Yeah, so I feel like you're you're like us, where you learned a lot about a lot of things through movies and TV. Yeah, yeah, which is what we did. Yeah, so like, yeah, because yeah, you would. That's again, like eight crazy nights. Like, again, worst example for a Hanukkah movie because it really doesn't go over that whole thing. But like, Rugrats Hanukkah, you know, goes into the history, does all that and stuff. And so, yeah, yeah, so people can learn about it. And like, I the same thing with like the Catholics. Like, I think we've seen a couple movies uh, with with Catholics. In I watched Silence. Spotify, not Spotify. Spotlight. <laughs> Spot there was spotlight. I was trying to pick a positive one, like silence. That's a positive one. I mean, yeah, you know, did you see silence? The no. Martin Scorsese. No one did. Oh. Well, yeah, it's really long. I'll be honest, it's kind of boring. It's but Andrew Garfield and Adam he's, Driver. He's working some religious stuff out in his mind in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, mission, but, they go on a mission to like Japan it's, to rescue a priest. The other, oh, yes, I've heard of that one. I haven't seen it. But with this one, at least I thought Hanukkah was going to be in the forefront because it is called Eight Crazy Nights. Eight Crazy Nights, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it would take so, place over eight nights. It takes place in like two nights. Exactly. This is almost like a jingle all the way scenario where it takes place mostly in the same day. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, like this is like, no, this there's, is de- a there's definitely two nights or three nights. Yeah. Because he gets he gets sentenced and then he goes home. Mm-hmm. Uh, he go, he goes home that first night and then the next day has to be that basketball game. Uh huh. Where then his trailer gets burned down and then we have um, he stays with the twins and we get technical foul and then the third yes. night is the 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 ceremony. Yes, the patch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the annual grand yeah well, well god there's so much to go over with the movie and we're like we haven't even scratched the surface um so yeah so this movie um yeah it really does not focus on hanukkah at all it like yeah. the the most hanukkah thing about this movie is the hanukkah song at the end um which i do have the soundtrack to eight crazy nights same specifically so i can have the hanukkah song part three because i already had part one and part two and um, part four has not never hasn't been put on streaming. You have to go to YouTube. Yeah. Which hey, maybe we'll get a part five this year. 
I do so. I do like all of his Hanukkah songs because it's really interesting how he comes up with the rhymes. Well, like, just like just like movies, there's not there's the dreidel song, yeah, and then there's the Hanukkah song. So we'll take what we can get. So yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. and they're great. They are like Adam Sandler. I think is really talented musically and yes. quite funny stuff. Just this movie was I, I I don't know what he was trying to accomplish. Like I don't I, like I feel like if, if this was like a full Sandler movie and it was like rated R or even you could keep PG thirteen and it would have been way better. It wouldn't have been funnier. But I think like trying to like tone it down or like trying to make this play in the middle. Yeah. And, yeah. I think that he can't do that. Like did did you guys ever hear his Farley song he did a couple years ago? Yeah from his no, I haven't heard that one. Ooh. That's a good. He one. does a tribute to Chris Farley, and it's it's really good. It's oh, on his, gotta... uh, it's a hundred percent fresh special. Um, but yeah, check it out on YouTube because they have it like specifically. So I was reading on the IMDb trivia page though that, um, according to Doug Walker, who does um, I just looked this up and I already forgot who's the nostalgia critic. Uh, okay. Uh, online, uh, apparently the director sent him an email after reading Doug Walker's review of the film, revealing that Seth Kearsley, who is the director, um, wanted to cut things from the movie, but they tested so well with audiences that they couldn't. Specifically, the the deer and the feces. The poopsicle? Yeah. And he also hated the voice of Whitey. Or, sorry, the test audiences hated the voice of Whitey, but they could not change it, because it was too late. Yeah, sounds about right. So yeah, no. So I I feel like maybe here's maybe maybe younger Sam and Matan were were also just like it's we're represented. We got some. There's some sort of representation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But now adult Sam and Matan who are who've seen a lot of things, who've talked about a lot of movies, are just like, oh, this is a piece of shit. Because yeah. No, not not no pun intended with the with the uh, deer eating the feces. This is a frozen piece of shit. Yeah, poopsicle. I will say here, and here's what makes me mad is I feel like he could have like there are moments that he could have expanded on and made this a good movie, but the biggest thing he did wrong was doing the voice of Whitey. Like he should have gone anyone else. Dana Carvey could have done it. Uh, well, Leslie a- Jordan would have been great. There's also another thing that they got wrong, but I think it was also a sign of the time, but they got it super wrong, is that Rob Schneider is the voice of the Chinese waiter. Yes. Which, that's on point. That's on brand for the time time, for the group. But can I tell you my favorite review on Letterboxd of this movie? What is it? That I read? It's half a star, and it says, Rob Schneider doing a racist voice is a technical foul. <laughs> oh, and that review is the best part of the movie. That's it's just this review. Yeah, watching this, there were there was like maybe two or three moments that I was like, "Oh, we got kind of something here." Like, like the intervention moment where he's in the mall and he sees all the different all the ads of the product placement. Yeah. yeah, that they did without asking permission for. Yeah, yep. Uh, and Tyra Banks is there, as well as the Sprouse twins. <laughs> the Cole and Dylan oh, Sprouse yeah, are a big baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, also on IMDb, up again. But like I, I that was a 
interesting moment. I did like the moment at the end when everyone threw their patch at Whitey. Like that was that was a nice moment. Also, yeah. But and then maybe the deer doing the pyramid. But other than that, I was like, I'm not laughing at this. This is not. Hold on, wait. The pyramid. Anyway, continue. Oh, yeah. Good call. You're you're right. <laughs> but like, there. I don't know. Were you when you were watching it? For this recording, were you laughing with it or at it? No. Yeah, no. For me, so I, I think uh I'm trying to I'm trying to go over if like something got me. I think there might I think there was there might have been something that got me a little bit. I think it might have been um when they there's the woman that has three boobs. Um they called her Mrs. Triple Nipple. That kind of got me a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, that's that's childish Sandler humor and stuff like that. It, but like when it when it was also revealed that she had three patches and she threw like that was also kind of funny. Like that, I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. that's a joke. But like, it, the whole movie felt like this was like screenwriting one hundred and one, and like the songs are like, oh, the first song like I wrote, like he's a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like this is the song, and it's he like. It just felt very cookie cutter. And so like the songs, like everything just felt um, basic and rudimentary and just like. It was also a short movie. It was. Yeah. When you mentioned mentioned that they wanted to cut stuff, I was like, this movie would be 30 minutes long. Like, yeah, like I was thankful that it was very short. Um, I did actually enjoy that piece of it. Yeah. uh, but yeah, no, know, like, there wasn't. It was. There's it, no. There's not. La- there's not guffaws. There's not laughs. Um, and like stuff. I, and and like, liter- literally, those moments I listed, I I think I may have went, huh? Like not a full, exactly, yeah, like, yeah. A, like an exhale laugh in a way. Um, yeah. But to me, this movie felt like a three a.m. SNL skit that got rejected because mm-hmm. you have because i mean he has all of his snl buddies as usual in this mm-hmm. um a couple other SNL including people, his wife including his wife and Talk about who, nepotism. who didn't sing by the way the imdb trivia made a point to point to like note that and i went no shit yeah. she didn't sing it like that's yeah. her voice yeah right we can tell like I could tell Adam Sandler sang all of all all of his parts. Um yes. but Jackie Sandler, not as she's known now, I was like, yeah. no, she did not sing that one that one song that is not Adam Sandler. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I should say that one song that is not just Adam Sandler. Cause yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Um I what, will say I I did watch that Leo movie and it's kind of the same ballpark as Eight Crazy Nights, except it's like less crude. It's more of a kid's movie, but it's also like a short movie with songs. You're talking about the lizard. Yeah. I was like, Leo DiCaprio? And I was like, Yeah, no. he made a Leo DiCaprio. No, I thought he made a Hanukkah. I thought Leo DiCaprio made a Hanukkah movie. Oh my god, he makes a Maccabee movie? That actually, yeah, Judah Maccabee would be yeah. a pretty fucking sick movie Bring with it. Leo DiCaprio. I think he has a little Judaism in him. He probably does, and he's hiding it. Um, I mean, we, we all we all do. We're all related in some way, shape, or form. You yeah. really, really go back into the history and everything. Yeah, Adam and Eve. Yeah. All right. 
sure i was going with science but you went with religion great you know that's us the religious type <laughs> the religious loss and blockbuster yeah the uber religious podcast and that's why you are on today Mm-hmm. Exactly. So wait, we're dropping our Passion of the Christ episode. We we're probably your least Jewish Jew Jewish guests you've ever had on, though. Well, I specifically asked you guys because when we did, um, I'm already blanking on that movie Fiddler. When we did Fiddler, yes, I was like, I need people who may understand what's going on and are who will be like, okay, so this is exactly what is going to happen or what should happen in the Jewish culture, you know, teach yeah. people about Hanukkah. Um, but this movie didn't, it was so, I feel like this movie could have taken place at any time. Yeah. Like, it didn't need to be in the winter. Nope. Nope. It, like, and, and like, also like, Hanukkah played no part in the movie. They could Christmas just call didn't it play any part. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas didn't play any part. Hanukkah didn't play a part. It just was the the decoration. Yeah, for the, it was the setting. the background. Yeah, it was just like okay, and the like, snow. I guess like we can do some. They could do some fun stuff with snow. Sure, like but when, there's places that snows all the time. So when when well when he uses the trash can lid as like a skateboard in the beginning. Therefore, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's a fun sequence. Um, but. Uh, I think that's uh, probably something I liked as a kid would have been that sequence because that like we don't get snow here uh, really. And so like anything snow, that's I think why we also love Christmas a lot too. Um, we, I'm more of a Davy. Holidays are too much pressure. You love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Shut up. And so, um, but uh, it'd be fun to like snowboard or whatever and just like go through the town. Like I think that was something I, I would have enjoyed. Uh, but we just never got that opportunity. So it's like we, I, me personally, at least, like I love a good like. There was the movie, the Nickelodeon movie, Snow Day. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Chevy Chase is in that. Yeah, I mean, we we there's no such thing as a snow day in Arizona. Yeah, we don't get a heat day. We should. But oh we my do. god, yeah, no. There's some schools in Jersey and I think New York. Uh, I think it was like. Um, oh, I like definitely 20... had some snow days when I was a kid. Right, but did you ever, did your school ever close because it was too hot? No. Okay, I heard of that happening in, like, New York and New Jersey, and, like, I was out there in, like, 2015, and uh, I think it was maybe, like, 105 out, and they were like, oh, we have a heat advisory and stuff, and they shut down the schools for, like, a couple days, and we would walk to school in 117-degree heat, and people would play football Every year, some football player dies from heat stroke. Not a joke, uh, but they keep doing it. And so, yeah, so snow, like, so snow stuff means a lot to us. So, like, similar to, like, this, even though Eight Crazy Nights is not really a Hanukkah movie, it's our one Hanukkah movie. That's all we got. Uh, and it features Adam Sandler with the the Hanukkah song, our one Hanukkah song. Yeah, one good Hanukkah Yeah, one good Hanukkah yeah, song. Yeah. Um, Nothing against Dreidel, but well, and... the, the, you did you ever do the the naughty versions of the Dreidel song? No. There are naughty oh, versions of the Dreidel no. song. Yeah, so so you know how like in like elementary middle school there was always like a song like Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. Yes, you know like like one of those kinds yeah. of things. So uh, can you sing it for us? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's okay. uh, Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. Like um, I think the original song. This is this is the weird part is I don't know if I can remember the original song. 
Um, but it's yeah, like dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. Uh, and when you're dry and ready, I'll dreidel. Yeah. I shall play. Okay. Yeah, something like that. So you're better than him. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know the original, but dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of a glass. And when I spin this dreidel, it spins right out my ass. Like, uh-huh. there's that oh. one. There's uh, now now I'm like, I have to say that is better written than some of the songs in this sure right they should have given you a call yeah no i mean this was just in 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 like sunday school this was like the shit we would joke about and stuff like that like we've learned new verses because the the uh, one the long ago the one that starts out as like a reminiscent duet between um davy and jennifer love interest who's who's jennifer okay i was gonna say the care apart from whitey and I, even Davy, they don't really use his name much. I don't remember any characters' names because they just aren't yeah, well written. Who cares? Like, yeah. Um, Mayor, you know, Kevin Nealon. Yeah, that, I was like, hey, that's Kevin Nealon. Yeah. Uh, um, hey, that's John Lovitz. Like, but the hook guy was John Lovitz. I wrote his name. I wrote long ago as I, I call it the Aladdin song. It feels like melodically that it should take place on in, a magic carpet. Yeah, on a magic carpet. I can see that. But like lyrics wise, obviously it's like. But then when you know, they, but then when they start bringing in other people, I'm like, why, we, why you didn't, we, why yeah, did we, shut up? You're asleep. We don't need you, Whitey, or we your sister, to, or your random chance people. Yeah. Eleanor, Eleanor. Let's talk about Eleanor. her for a second. She is an interesting character because she's agoraphobic. Mm-hmm. I guess she is blind as a bat um she's bald which is she's very Uh sensitive about but she's willing to kick some ass which those moments as well i was like okay there's kind of something here you know like when she drop kicks somebody yeah i was like okay yeah well when you were saying like she's agoraphobic and other stuff i was gonna be like oh yeah no she's just jewish but yeah um because yeah like that's what I got from that was just like that's like a stereotypical like Jewish grandmother kind of oh. thing or like a Jewish aunt like sounds like which like once again Adam don't do the voice get B Arthur or someone yeah ooh and we know that she can sing because she was in that Star Wars holiday special man <laughs> yeah yes isn't there was. a documentary about that coming out I feel like. I've no, I think I've heard anything about that. I think there, I think there's a documentary coming about uh, the Star Wars holiday special. I'm very excited about it. Anyway, um, but yeah, like uh, seeing that, hearing that, like that's yeah. But uh, I like that she has character. I like that she's feisty a little bit. Um, again, some of the stuff, like again, like the patches thing at the end, it just feels like again, like screenwriting one one or like save the cat kind of thing, and then you're just like. Okay, yeah, there's there's some heart like, I like I I don't care about Davy. I don't care about Davy's character. I think this movie. I went, again watching it for the second time. This is a Whitey movie. Like this whole movie was about Whitey. Like the character no one likes. Yeah. Well, the character it's, we don't like. I can't. We can't speak for all of everybody here. Yeah, I'm sure well, the town people fair. don't like either. Like, they, there they might be a Whitey fan here or there. Yeah. Um, Somebody listening to this is like, I loved Whitey from that one album that Matan was talking about. <laughs> that sounds like uh, 
something a grandparent would say about me talking about Eminem. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, according to <laughs> that Whitey album. According to IMDb trivia, Whitey's in Little Nicky, like the Dana Carvey referee is supposed to be Whitey. I think he now okay, I think he is doing a uh, which like once again, just have him do Whitey the voice. voice. Of, yeah. Yeah, should have had him. He wasn't doing anything. He could have done Why the voice. not? Yeah. What, but I, I mean, I, this is I way think, before Master of Disguise, so I think. I think it's the same year. I think 2004 is Master of Disguise. Which, did you guys know? I just learned this. He filmed that during the turtle scene during 9-11? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the they got worried as they're filming the scene, so then they take a moment of silence where they all gather around, and Dana Carvey is just in this serious situation in the Turtle Man costume. Incredible. Incredible. And no. that might be my only funny move, mo- moment of that whole tragedy. It's just Dana Carvey. No, there's some there's some other stuff. Limp Biscuit was like nominated the day before, and they like shot a video on top of the the Twin Towers. There's a whole, there's a bunch of fun Whoa. lore about 9/11. So, yeah, Matan, what else do you have written down? I'm pretty sure we have we've only like skinned the surface of your notes. I mean, it's one sheet, but it is legal of legal size. So okay, and I, I, um, you showed it. You showed it to me via the Zoom camera that nobody else can see. So it, there was a true. lot of writing yeah. on there. Yeah, I so, mean, spoiler for the listeners. Yeah, I I um, um did not take as many notes because I as fine. I usually do because I was hate watching this and also hating myself for picking this and then hating everybody <laughs> involved in making this because. There's a lot of people who had to say yes to a lot of things. So it's everyone's fault. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to talk about. So one of the things with a Sandler movie is, A, there's going to be all of his friends in it. Um, I uh-huh. think this one was interesting because I think him doing the voices, I think, like, I think it all comes down to money. I think it would, like, that's part of it. In which, speaking of money, the other thing about a Sandler movie or really just a Sony movie I'm realizing is the product placement. No one puts products in a movie like a Sony Sandler flick. Like, and the, at the mall sequence, like Whitey is by name listing all of these brands or whatever. And like, yeah, like Sam said that they weren't, they just did it um, without uh, their permission and stuff like that. But it's just like, I don't know it's how they got away with now. That. Yeah. And uh, like so, I recently watched a new classic for me. Uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Uh, a new classic. Yeah, new classic. Yes. Um, to the hit, uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop, and it's a wild movie. But like, it's another Sony Sandler adjacent movie and stuff like he, that. Yeah, his co- Happy Madison produced. Yeah, and so every like, I feel like I've seen some other Happy Madison stuff recently too, and. Again, it's the product placement. And then so so seeing like the mall and having that happen, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is clearly an Adam Sandler film based on those two things. And now I know how the film got paid for or whatever. Granted, I guess it didn't factor into this, but yeah, that's usually how most of his films get financed is just some sort of like in Jack and Jill with Al Pacino doing the song oh, yeah. uh, for fuck, what was it? Uh, was it Dunkin' Donuts? I think so. Something like that. Like, yeah. And uh, Jack and Jill is another example of like I feel like that movie would still have been bad, 
but not as bad if they had like I don't know Sarah Silverman play Joe or anyone not Adam Sandler. But that's play the thing Joe. is it it's the most Adam Sandler thing for him to play Jill. Like I think it is I as bad as that movie is, I think it had it is part of the Sandler lore. I think it is important that we have that film. It's important. You think it's important to the legacy. Yes, it's all you know. It's where you, we we couldn't have Jack and Jill like. Uncut, no uncut gems. Uncut gems, yeah. Jack and Jill, Jack and Jill walk so gems. uncut gems could run. Put that on a put that on a shirt. Oh um, no, no, nobody put that on the shirt, please, because that's a terrible quote. And I I may actually call it though. Ever had? Oh my god! I would say Spanglish jog, so uncut gems could run. No, and so it's like so again. Click, with guys. This one, click. Click. I love. I Click. love Click. Click is it's. I want to say a guilty pleasure. Like I think I just genuinely kind of like that movie. But Click um, is but... Click was was like a weird like. I'm growing as an actor, and it's kind of a good yes. movie. Yes. yes. And then you get the hot garbage like this. Again, like I, like yeah, Jack and Jill is terrible. Um, and like I, I'm not. You're not going to catch me just watching it. You know what I mean? This. Again, because it's the only Hanukkah movie. Like when I was watching it, as terrible it was, I was like, I'm actually kind of having fun like watching this again. Like it just because I was like, I haven't seen this in forever. And um like it is again nostalgia. Um, but a big part that I didn't um that real like I guess appreciate as a kid is the animation. Um I typically don't like watching animated movies, like like Pixar stuff or like cartoon stuff whatever um i i used to love animated stuff and i still do like some animated stuff but this movie like the animation it it reminded me of like uh the iron giant um well it's the same people who worked on that yeah Yeah, yeah. makes sense but it just that was like like titan ae like i like also known as vin diesel's the iron giant sure and so uh and i was like no matt damon's titan ae but uh I like that animation style. So seeing that again, having not seen it in years, it was refreshing. But then uh, in the intervention song, when everything starts like coming alive, all the ads and all the brands start coming alive. Uh, I really liked that animation. Like it was, it like, I'm not saying the movie has like a dull color palette, but like that was when that, when that happens, I was like, Oh wow. Like this is like a really colorful part and I really like it uh, and stuff. And like, I do kind of like the intervention song. I guess it's a, it's an okay song. It's an okay uh, song out of all like Alan Covert is Footlocker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and I didn't mention all the songs have different writers involved. Yeah. Um and I think it's safe to say that minus the Hanukkah song, uh, people involved in writing these songs are. Brooks Arthur, Alan Covert, Brad Isaacs, Adam Sandler, Robert, and Robert Smeagol? I'm opening up Yeah, I think that's correct. Or no, Smeagol. Smeagol. Robert Smeagol. And then the Hanukkah... Robert Gollum. Yep. Yep, I went there. And then Hanukkah Song Part 3 is written by Adam Sandler, Lou Morton, and Ian Maxstone Graham. So, Yeah. I honestly thought Adam Sandler wrote the Hanukkah songs by himself. I didn't realize that he had. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. I think like the first one, 
is his. But then I think afterwards he has SNL behind him. So I think just the writer's room is mm, where the kids, true, they, true. they, the Hanukkah, the first two Hanukkah songs were for SNL. And so I think that it, that's how it came about. Yeah. Cause this, this third one was live at a concert, mm-hmm. at least in the movie it was. Yeah. A live one. I believe that's the one that they still play on air on the radio. Remember radio, I everyone? They, they <laughs> play. A, I remember those? I've, I've heard the first one. I've heard the first one. I've heard and the I've fourth, heard the third one. one. I've heard the fourth one because I think the fourth one's my favorite. But I can't remember how which many are there. It's four, right? Point, I, I think I know four for sure. Is four the Jared Fogel one? No, that might be five. Then okay, then that, that's the last one was five. Yeah. Which for the longest time I didn't know that there were two before the third one. I thought the third one was just the one, and well, then I learned you know, later the, the Adam Sandler albums, which I correct. I did not. I highly out. recommend. People so there's four. Yeah, or there's four parts. I should say, part one came out in '94. Part two came out in '99. Part three came out the same year this movie did in 2002, and part four yeah. was in 2015. Where for a time. I, I mean, a, I feel like there was one that came out like two years ago. No, that was 2015, my guy. No, I feel like post. I feel like post pandemic. I feel like no. Adam Sandler. I, I would have known. I got my Judaism on lock. I would know. No, you don't. I would know when there's Hanukkah songs are dropping. There in twenty in in 2021, the rock band. Uh, I'm on the Wikipedia page for the Hanukkah song. By the way, everyone. So I'm citing my source. Has its own Wikipedia page. Well, That's it a little. Its, it has its own. Yeah. Uh, in 2021, rock band Haim posted a brief cover on Twitter and Instagram uh, of the Hanukkah song, uh, covering Maya Rudolph, Michelle Z- Z- and it lists everyone. Yeah, yeah, oh. we should be due for a new one then. But it, on Again, the Wiki- 2024, on the Wikipedia page, it does list all of the references that he makes. <laughs> so, in case you're wondering what he's talking about in the songs. Um, it's how I learned who was Jewish initially. I learned like celebrity wise. I'm like the fuck. Yeah. So yeah, I learned I learned that about people who I didn't know were Jewish. But the thing about being Jewish is, if we know if someone knows someone is Jewish, they are going to tell you. Like my my mom would always say that is true. If anybody if we're watching a movie, anybody comes on screen, oh he's Jewish. Yeah. Like it's just knowledge, but it's all verbal and passed down. Where it's just like. Oh yeah, like blah blah blah. So and so is Jewish. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. And they were, and it's to science. Like my dad would be like, you know, Harrison Ford, one quarter Jewish. And I'm like, it's a weird flex right now. Yeah, and that's what in referenced in the. Uh, and that's in the song, one of the songs. Yeah. 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 Well, because um, and so, it, and it's interesting because it's now a little bit of a time capsule with some of the references that he talks about. Because in the third part. The one that we listened to in in this movie, he mentions yeah. Friends, the TV show, which yeah. was still out at the time of this movie. Yep. yep. So I was like, "Oh, a little 2002, bumping nostalgia." <laughs> Will and Grace—that's how I learned Deborah Messing was Jewish. Well, yeah. she's also the she plays the character is also Jewish on the show, but yeah, right? Yes, yes, she plays Grace is Jewish. Yes, because she talks about her past and she mentions some Jewish things that her mom and her family used to do. That makes sense. Cause Alan Arkin played her dad on an episode and he's pretty Jewish. 
But Debbie Reynolds played her mom. Oh, see, also pretty Jewish. See, we just know. We just, yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys yeah, keep a roll of, a Rolodex, right, of who's Jewish yeah. in Hollywood. I do have a book that Matan got me. I did get you a book for his birthday, a Jewish actors. And I know every single one. Like there was like zero surprises. Yeah. <laughs> so. Prior to is is this also based off of your knowledge from your family and the songs, the Hanukkah songs? Yeah, I would say the two. And then after a while you can just kinda know. You can sense it. You have yeah. to you have to write in the new name, Sam. Just every all these new actors cropping up. I will say I did not know Michael Rappaport was Jewish until recently, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this was this one was a surprise." But he's from New York, and in my mind, all people from New York are Jewish. I mean, I do see that connection. I guess, like a like a New York accent, I assume you're Jewish. Well, with Michael do- Rappaport, I just always thought he was either Irish or Italian because I swear, like when because I think of, of my, hair. no, but well, that I and what I think of like Copland, I think of higher learning where he's a Nazi, you know, deep blue sea, deep blue oh. sea. Is there anything else y'all want to talk about before we get into sharp and flat? We kind of talked about this movie, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we covered most of it. So, so for this very long hour, 16 movie. Sure. Without, without looking it up and I'm, this goes for Sam, but John, this also applies to you. Uh-oh. How oh. do you spell Hanukkah? So I know that there are two ways to spell it. There is so many more. Yes, that, the, there's two that I know of. There's, there's like main. There's a main two, yeah. But like, I'm curious. Everyone does it differently. I, I think from like a family. I think I know I, the one that I go to a lot is H A N U K K A H. Okay, that's yeah. I typically I'm an H. I'm an yeah, H family yeah. over here. Same. Um, I don't think. I think only non-Jews go with the C. No, I think there's some... I mean, Sandler's The Hanukkah Song is C. Yeah, but I think he it's, might not have wrong that part. Well, still, I think the C is dialect-related, kind of. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there's... Because um, there's also, like, the Ashkenazi and the Sephardic Jews. I think that has something to do with it, too. Um, which, don't... Just Google that. Um, and then... Uh, so yeah, so I think I, yeah, I do, I've never seen anybody spell it C-H. Like it's, it feels almost made up. So I get like what you're saying, but yeah, I'm, I'm an H-A-N-U-K-K. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know why there's the two different spellings of it, or at least the two main different spellings, I should say, because, uh, because it's either... Uh, with two K's and with the H or with the CH, there's only one K. Correct? I just saw it. Too. Yeah. That would be interesting to look into. If anybody knows, because save John the, the time and the, the brain capacity, uh, why it's spelled differently. You know the socials. Oh, we'll get to it in the end. But uh, shall we get into Shepard Flat, gentlemen? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Sharp Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. And not surprisingly, I have more flats than sharps. I do have some sharps. I will say that. Uh, what do you all want to start with? The sharpest song is Davy's song because there's no Whitey in the song. 
He's <laughs> the reason for my pick. I don't even know who Whitey is yet. It's just Adam all day. See, uh-huh. my sharps were for the Hanukkah song part three. That's one of mine. Okay, yes, at the end. And then I also sharped the fact that I didn't have to rent this movie. I found it for free online. So, huzzah. And those are all my sharps for (laughs) Eight Crazy Nights. So, I heard you, I thought you said you didn't have to write this movie, not... I I heard that too, and I was like, that is a show. Rent! But I was like, like, you easily could have, and you do a much better job. Like, um... But I probably for, could have with my yeah, with my it, it, lack of not well. I mean, like we said, it can take place at any point. Sure. Yeah, but is basketball summer? Let's talk sports for a second. Basketball—that's more of a winter, or is that a anytime sport because it's indoor? So basketball. I, don't ask him; he knows nothing about sports. Um, basketball. Space Jam. It took place in the summer, I believe. <laughs> Mm, Space Jam, yes. So, yeah, the movie about the aliens that come down and steal the basketball players' talents, put them into a basketball, and then they become the monsters. Anyway, I feel like um, I feel like basketball can be an anytime sport because you yeah, play so indoor or fall. outdoor. Yeah, it's it's typically fall, um, and but yeah, because it's indoors, you can. They started doing summer league, and then they've started doing like other stuff. Uh, so yeah, it really can be played at any time. So this is, and that is could be. Actually, I feel like it should have been hockey. It should have been Did hockey. But, yes. but Adam Sandler, famous for basketball, basketball. yes, for not only like he's really good at basketball. Like there's numerous. Well, yeah, yeah, how that in the cartoon movie Maton. Right, but just like I think that's why it's you can basketball. Tell, you can has tell in a do, hustle a much better has Adam Sandler not, movie. But but the reason it's the he chose basketball is because he likes basketball, not because it's what he's good at. He just likes basketball, and so like yeah, it should it should have been hockey, but he doesn't play. There, I mean, we get the there is the figure skating moment. Yeah. So we get that, but still, like again, this could take place in June. Let's say this could, could be take, baseball. Yeah, this could take place in September. This could take place at any yeah. time. I don't. The fact that it's, it, I don't understand. Uh, anyway, Matan, what are your sharps? Uh, so yeah, so definitely Hanukkah song part three. Um, which uh, again, I have the Eight Crazy Nights soundtrack on CD specifically for Hanukkah song part three. So that's how much that song means. Um, I'll forgive you for having the soundtrack. Yeah. (laughs) So, well, I, how this was pre like streaming, like uh, even, I think it was pre iTunes. Pre Napster. Um, Yeah. Or like right around. No, I'm liar. I never did it because I was afraid of messing up the computer. Um, 2002. uh, 2002. No, LimeWire and Napster were around. I think Napster, this was yeah. around the time that Napster was getting sued. Yeah, yeah I think so. The Metallica guy. Yeah, Lars Ulrich. But I have no idea. Um, again, I didn't have that. I definitely didn't have iTunes. Um, iTunes was my first digital music. So, um, so yeah, so I had to have the CD because I liked that song. Um, and uh, yeah, another sharp, yeah, it was definitely the animation. Um, that's something I've just been paying more attention to lately. Like, uh, I don't know if you saw the new Ninja Turtles movie. 
Um, that was actually really that was good. That was that really was good. good, but the animation I thought I liked it more than the Spider Verse movie. Um, and but that one was also visually stunning and stuff like that. But um, yeah, again, this gave me a nostalgia for that animation from the early two thousands and stuff like that. And uh, I thought they did that really well. And two D um, animation at that, like the fact that mm-hmm. it's not com- not like how Disney Pixar and all the other Illumination and all them are doing the three D rendering. This, I mean, it felt like it could have been um, hand drawn. I don't think it was, but it felt like it could. It, yeah, yeah. You can picture the storyboards of the things. You know what I mean? Like it, it was definitely hand-drawn at some point and like there's i was watching the credits and there's like cgi and stuff like that so of um, course but like but uh, i i i i personally miss the days of 2d animation sure but the artists unionized and that's why they stopped making those kinds of animated movies yeah yeah um uh any other sharp scat gentlemen um, I it took it was kind yeah. of hard for me to find some sharks. John Lovitz was in the movie. I do like John Lovitz. Yeah, just just hearing him and like yeah, him, his hook hands. Yeah, the hook hand. Just him as a person. I I, I want to see John Lovitz more. Bring him back, Hollywood. <laughs> um. Okay. Flats. Sam, what were your flats? Whitey, <laughs> like Whitey. Everything about Whitey. 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 And then Rob Schneider being in this movie, I, I never cared for him in general, and especially when he just does weird racist voices. He was fine as the narrator. He was the voice of the narrator. Yeah. I and forgot he was that his best. You don't know his best. Knows. Rob Schneider is always doing, like you can't do it. You know what I mean? He's doing he ha- he like he does a bunch of different voices, but you all kind of know that they're Rob Schneider. So when he just talks normally, like when he's the narrator. You don't know that. You don't have no idea. It could be anybody. Like you know what I mean. Rob Schneider wrote and directed and started this movie he put out last year, and he filmed it like the neighborhood over from where we live, essentially, or the city over. And oh, you nice. can tell from the trailer. And I'm like, I really want to watch it, but I just know this movie will be so bad that I don't know if I can do it. Which um, is how I feel about him usually. So Sam, I agreed with you with Whitey and Rob Schneider as the Chinese waiter. Um, I also am flatting Eleanor when she's not threatening violence. Because when she threatens violence or when she is violent, all of a sudden I'm like, I love you, girl. Yeah, uh, that kick that kick is the best part of the movie. Yes, when she drop kicks him, that person who apologized after like 20 years for stealing yeah, her yeah. wig. I like um, how petty she was. I support it. I also am flatting in... What's that stupid song? In long ago, they made a trans joke, and it's not a about the one. mayor's wife. Was that the mayor's wife? Was that the mayor's wife? So the, I wrote down the mayor's wife used to be a man. Oh, yeah. they did do that. Yeah, and then it, it was, it was, yeah. it was like a, it was, it wasn't good. Like it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. So yeah, no, no, no. So yeah, super flat to that. Stuff. Yeah, there's some some dated stuff for sure. Um, like and the then, the fat kid. Getting made fun of at the basketball game to like get a bra, and then yeah. we cut to him at oh, Victoria's yeah. Secret. Yeah, also doesn't he's hold trying up. On a bra, yeah, and I'm oh. like, oof. Also doesn't hold up. Yeah, yeah no. Um, my... A lot of problematic stuff in the '90s and early 2000s. 
Well, speaking of more problematic stuff, my last flat is considering crying as feminine. Because that's something that they say in this yeah, movie. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, it's an emotion. Since when are emotions feminine or gendered? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was that caught me too. Um and uh because it's the yeah, the the dress <laughs> that's like singing it too. Um, in the the intervention song when they're talking yeah, about yeah, fuck like, off, Tyra Banks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like I just wrote that as ads telling him to cry, and I just thought it was so funny. Um, like it was funny because it's just like, like it's not intentionally funny, but just the fact that like, yeah, this is this is who they're getting to deliver the message. Yeah, it's okay is, to is, cry. Yeah, it's is a bunch corporations. of corporations, corporate billion dollar companies yeah, yeah, yeah. tell you well, so, it's okay to cry. I mean, I also i I did like the fact that it was that the intervention song was him spiraling and having a breakdown. And I yeah. I was holding out on hope, I guess, thinking that they were just in his mind. And I would have been, I would have been fine if that was the case, you know, because we've seen it before where people talk to inanimate objects or talk sure. to things that normally don't talk and it's because they are spiraling, they're losing their mind, yeah. they're at their lowest. But... I don't know. This movie is just dumb. Anyway, Matan, what are your thoughts? So we keep mentioning the poopsicle, or I keep mentioning the poopsicle. Um, and this isn't necessarily a flat. This, this, I think I'm not saying it's a sharp either, but like it's just there. It's a natural. Then it feels. It feels. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it. Uh, so the, that scene is Adam Sandler after a night of drinking, like wakes up in a porta potty. Uh, wakes up in a porta potty. Of which Whitey is so poor from running his Christmas lights that uh, that's so he has uh, he does odd jobs around town. And so uh, for a dollar, he's cleaning out the porta potties. Uh, and so Adam Sandler uh, is locks Whitey in there, knocks the porta potty down a hill, does a bunch of flips, spills out. He is covered in poo. Uh, and then Adam Sandler was like, oh, I should help hose you off. Sprays him off. This is the dead of winter, and he becomes a poopsicle, and then he's later freed by his friends, the deer, uh, who lick all the, the poopsicle off him, and the like the deer smiles at one point and shows yeah. his poopsie. Um, thought, that was, thought that was kind of funny. Um, you were the only one. I'm sure, sure. Uh, but because that felt sandler as like yeah that if that movie was if the whole movie was kind of that level of like punchy i guess i think it would have been better but i think this again was to the flat for me is the these are the least adam sandlery songs this is like the least adam sandlery comedy like it just oh, yeah. all fell flat and it felt uh, like there was not that much effort put into it yeah, and like the Hanukkah song was like, we have the song, let's write a basic movie around. Yeah, it. exactly. How can we, you know, squeeze, song. squeeze some stuff out of this? Yeah. Which um, if they if they did a movie about like I don't know family getting together for one night of Hanukkah, here we I'm here for that. Sure. That, Again, I, it, another another flat. There's no Hanukkah. Like there's one menorah that gets destroyed at the beginning of the movie, the ice menorah. Which again, that's never happened. That's yeah. never that's never been something that's happened. 
Um, and then uh, there might be. A they show it at the end when they rebuild it. And I'm sure there's one other menorah in the yeah, background. But like, somewhere. yeah, so the, the eight crazy nights, the title meant nothing. Hanukkah didn't mean anything. It doesn't get really referenced or it's not used oh. for an allegory. It's not for. And there's no plot point. Yes, yeah, there's no plot point. Um, and so, but even like Christmas, because there was no Christmas miracle, there was no Hanukkah miracle. Like, it's just a drunk guy that learns a lesson from doing community service. And not even that. It's like, he's he's forced to stay with somebody who he doesn't like, and then yeah. learns to like them. Yeah, Stockholm it's, syndrome. Not, yeah, the movie. The yeah. movie. Do you think? Um, do you guys ever see that "It's Always Sunny" episode where the gang has to do a uh, community service at a bas- youth basketball? Yes. That is. I, do you think they got that from the movie? Maybe because oh. they made it. They took it and ran with it better than this movie did. But yeah, who knows? Um, know. uh, would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist? I'm Hanukkah only adding song. Hanukkah song. <laughs> yeah, it would be it would be all the all Hanukkah, songs, Hanukkah songs, songs, like just one continuation. continuation yes, yeah. well, like so how the Lord of the Rings as one book because it was written as one book. That's how the Hanukkah song should. Be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Track. Well, did just keep did, that. did you watch the like throughout the credits? Of the ending credits of this movie, yes, because there was like the mega mix, and I was like, okay, I understand now when it's all together, like it sounds fun, but you're yeah. splicing certain moments of the songs together, not like actual all the like, like what not you were written. saying, one continuous song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you when you pick the highlights of each song, they sound fine. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we're done. I'm calling it. We're done with the episode. <laughs> on, <laughs> on that note. The, you don't want to talk about Patch song? Or... <laughs> no. Oh, the patch. I'm, just no. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. I'm uh, just kidding. Yeah, no. Just... Uh, Sam and Matan, what do you have to plug or promote? We have the podcast still, Lost on Blockbuster. 2024, we're going to be better about putting out podcasts yeah we're gonna be a little bit a little bit better it's been a we had a we had a a busy couple of months it's been a transition year yeah listen life Uh, happens yeah we do have a tiktok yeah that we've gone viral on a couple times so that's chill check us out on tiktok lost and blockbuster instagram instagram lost and blockbuster facebook cash app lost and blockbuster you did it I did it. Okay. No one's donated. You could be the first listeners to yeah. go to yeah. Cash App, Lost well, Blockbuster. This is going to be a little. This episode is going to be out for a little while, so That's maybe fine. by maybe hopefully by then you'll have at least th- five people. I'm going to call it yeah. five people. That sounds good. good. Yeah, Hanukkah 2024. Yeah. We'll go crazy. We'll have eight <laughs> crazy nights. We will have actually eight crazy nights. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. If you have a better, if you have a pitch for a better movie, or how about this? If you, the listener, know of a musical movie that is not Christmas, that celebrates other um, holidays that happen at, at in the wintertime, please tell me, because Google, I'm running out and Google is not good. So, is there uh, like a, an atheist? 
an atheist musical movie? Well, I'm looking for like a Kwanzaa maybe, or maybe there's another uh-huh. Hanukkah movie that I we just don't know about. Um, um what are there? Are, what are there? Are there any other holidays in December? Uh, I was gonna say Diwali, but that's like November. No, um, I anyway, feel like there is a there are Diwali movies. I feel like. Uh, but, it, uh, but you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod uh, yeah happy belated Hanukkah everyone and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation oh god <laughs> sorry I just realized what's the next one and it's also one that I don't like uh, and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation it's Love Never Dies the sequel to Phantom of the Opera Oh, that's a oh, thing. That's a thing. That is a thing. Wait, wait. It's gonna be that bad that we never heard. Is it. Andrew Lloyd Webber involved in any way? Yes, he wrote the. He wrote it. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. Anyway, anyway, we're ranking in the new year with with hate. I guess we're choosing violence on life's but a song. <laughs> it should have been called Return of the Phantom of the Opera. That's a much better, much better oh. title. Please. That's the first mistake. Uh, Sam and Matango, anyway. thank you so much for letting me put this on you. I'm sorry again. I, it's terrible, but I have a feeling the next one is going to be fine. <laughs> the next episode will, will be better. I can tell you that. Uh, and everyone, thank you for listening and bye for now. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.